0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 208 of the Ask the Coach show, where Pingskills helps you improve your table tennis. 208 is the North American telephone area code for all of Idaho. Because of its small population, Idaho is, a, is among a declining number of North American jurisdictions with only one area code. It's Friday, and we all know what that means. Yes, alloys is going to have a great this day in history for us. <laughs> Plus, we'll have Friday funnies in the show. We talk about the contact for the forehand flick, whether table tennis is a dangerous sport, watching the ball during your service, and Wang Hao's backhand topspin finishing position. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, alloys. Thank you, Jeff, and uh, yes. Friday funnies. Looking forward to it.
1: It's going Bring to be good. <laughs>
0: Should I get straight into it? I I can hardly wait. All right. There was an elderly husband and wife uh, sitting down watching some TV in a room. And the old man felt hungry. He said, love, I'm going to go get some ice cream. Do you want some? She's like, oh, yes, please but can I have some chocolate topping with sprinkles on top? And he's like, oh, that that sounds good. Yeah, you can. She's like, look, do you want me to write it down for you so you don't forget? I really want that chocolate topping. And he's like, love, I won't forget. And she's like, are you sure? He's like, look, I got it covered. I will not forget. So he gets up, goes off to the kitchen, filling around. Then about 10, 15 minutes later, he comes back into the room with two plates of bacon and eggs. And the, the wife goes, Oh darling, I told you you should have written it down. I wanted toast with mine.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. I can relate to that.
0: Yes. Oh dear. And and I have one more alloys. Oh, beauty. Yeah, because that one was just, you know, so funny. I need people to calm down a bit before we start going into the questions. So the second one is pretty good, not quite as funny. But what yeah. is a horse's favourite sport? Um, I don't
1: know. What is a horse's favourite sport?
0: Stable tennis.
1: <laughs> Finally.
0: <laughs> All right, Alois. Now, after that highlight... I want to know what happened on this day in history, 18th of December.
1: Ah, yeah. So a few famous birthdays. So um, 1946, Steven Spielberg.
0: Wow. That is a famous birthday.
1: Can you name any movies? Because I'm hopeless.
0: Um, E.T. E.T. Indiana Jones. Jaws? Um, Yeah. was that, him? Could be. I don't know.
1: Movie See, buff. Look at me. Movie buff.
0: Yeah. Steven yeah. Spielberg movies. Let me find out. He must have done. Yeah, Jaws. Jurassic Park, E.T., Schindler's List, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Ah, uh, famous. Uh, even like The Minority Report, uh, Catch Me If You Can, Munich, War of the Worlds, Lincoln, The Terminal, Oh, man it just goes on and on. such great movies all throughout and like a lot of different genres too. so um, yeah,
1: very Steve. impressive. There you go. Steven Spielberg. there's a few others Brad Pitt, 1963. Do you know who he is? <laughs>
0: He's one of those actor guys. Alois is hopeless with celebrities. he doesn't even know who they are. He wouldn't he wouldn't have a clue what he looks like. No nah. <laughs> Brad Pitt.
1: Um also, uh, Christina Aguilera, and um, and some more importantly, um, 1965, Claudio Cano, the Brazilian uh, penhole table tennis player, and uh, one of the, the Tuvalu table tennis greats, Alan Restia. There you go.
0: All right. Awesome. Sounds like a great
1: day to be born. Absolutely. Steven Spielberg, Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right excellent now yesterday alloys we talked about whether there should be a time limit between points in the pink skillers question of the day what response did we get to this yeah so we had um
1: again mixed response
0: you know it's really good to get um
1: our pink skillers uh opinions because they're always varied and always some different ideas so pakash said no limit thad said no um but uh, David Alvarez Pon said, yes, I think timing can be a psychological weapon that can be used to destabilise the opponent, limiting this sets a way to avoid those unfair players. But on the opposite side of the ledger, Devin said, no, I think timing can be used as a psychological tool that can be used to destabilise an opponent. So there you go. Um, so um, yes, if, opposing views.
0: Yeah, some Um, people like that kind of play and some people don't. Mm, Interesting.
1: And Dominic said, uh, yes, more so in doubles when some teams discuss strategy between almost each point, then Uh, where each player should be standing, then call the signs below the table, possibly followed up by the server bouncing the ball repeatedly on the floor, then again a few times on the bat, all of which takes place before even adopting their default serving position. It isn't normally an issue, but there are some people in our club, myself included, who have stepped away from the table at state tournaments against these players and said, when you're ready to play, just let me know. So, obviously, getting under Dominic's skin there, the uh, the time-wasting time, uh, time wasting issue.
0: Yeah, that certainly doesn't sound like a lot of fun. I guess, yeah, you know, I kind of thought it's not that big a problem. But, you know, hearing those responses, I guess, if you just have, you know, a set time limit, then it's clear for everyone, maybe it is a good idea. I'm really not sure on this one, Alice.
1: Yeah, yeah, just who knows. But I think, yeah, I think... um yeah, just it, it just gives those club players something concrete to work with.
0: Yeah. Okay, interesting one. Thanks, everybody, for your answers. And you've got another chance to be involved today, so head over to our Facebook page to answer today's Pink Skills question of the day or to our blog at PingSkills.com. And the question you'll be answering is, what is your first memory of playing table tennis? A really good question. Love to hear your thoughts let us know. What is your first memory of playing table tennis?
1: Yes, and this this one brought about last night caught up with an old friend, um Jamie Bartolo from England. Um and uh we sat there and we just reminisced about the old days. So uh, Jamie uh from the UK just over here is an Aussie but uh yeah, uh, living living in uh, the UK um with his wife and kids now. So, yes, and we were reminiscing about, you know, The old days quite nice
0: indeed the good old days all right well let's move from the good old days into the present so we can answer some of these excellent questions and we've got a couple of people who have jumped on and asked questions using the Google Q&A app which we love so thank you first up Ilya it says in your forehand flick tutorial you show that the contact is flat, like a mini smash. And Ilya saw another tutorial where a guy showed how to use the wrist to create topspin on the flick. So what do you think about this spinny forehand flick?
1: Yeah, so um, when the ball is up high enough, then that flatter contact is good uh, because that gives you a much faster contact. The the time that I would say to use your wrist and to brush the ball is if the ball is really um heavy backspin and low so if it is heavy backspin and low then you could just use your wrist a little bit to lift that ball up and over the net have to be careful though um playing a flick in that situation because if it is too slow and soft and your opponent's ready for it they're going to be able to get in and play an attacking shot at you so um yeah, but, but definitely if, if there is a lot of backspin if you and you want to flick then just lifting the bat up slightly and brushing the ball will help.
0: Will help. In our tutorial we just talk about laying the bat back a bit more at the start of the stroke as well. Um yes, you can. You can do that.
1: Again, um you know, it depends on depends on the speed that you want on the ball and the risk factor. If you just want to get the ball on the table then you can, you know, lift it up um with a little bit of spin. Um, the laying the back back um, works well as, uh, also, um, but yeah, and the timing just needs to be right um, for that off the heavier backspin.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think about watching the top players, Alois. My feeling is that they're more on the forehand side using the flatter flick when they use it. And then if they want to do that spinny one, they tend to jump around and do the backhand where you can really get the wrist right around and utilize that. So I don't think a lot of people use a really spinny forehand flick.
1: Yeah, it's used less and less now for sure. Um, yes, it, you're absolutely right, I think. Um, they, they do get around and use their backhand flick most of the time anyway. I mean, who forehand flicks nowadays?
0: <laughs> exactly. Who would have thought? But uh, excellent question, Ilya. Hopefully um, that clears things up in your mind a little bit. All right. Now, um, Victor E has also jumped on and asked a question. He says, I watched uh, the World Grand Tour finals recently, and in my opinion, Ma Long versus Fans and Dong was the best one. Ma Long is still the best currently, but Fan will be the future world champion, I think. He's talented and skilled. He's only 18, so he can be way better.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we did have a bit of a discussion on that um, recently as well, uh, Victory Brocky. Um, yes, and I think uh, you know he's certainly in line, isn't he? He's he's knocking on the door right now.
0: Yeah, well, he's yeah, he certainly is a very good player uh, indeed. And uh, yeah, Victory. Yeah, we did have a discussion of the World Tour Grand Finals in the previous show. So jump on to our website or the audio podcast or on our Facebook page, whichever way you listen to the Ask the Coach show, and you can hear us talk all about that. All right. Next up, Marson says, Recently while practicing, I hurt my finger while trying to play a topspin off a half-long backspin ball. Since my action was fast and big, the impact was heavy. I heard the story of Jeff hurting himself. Is table tennis a dangerous sport?
1: Yeah, well, firstly, you're right, that... When, when you go for that half-long ball and, you know, either getting your thumb or, or one of your other fingers, it really hurts. I remember um, uh, one of the, or well, quite a few players, but one uh, player in particular um, before the Athens Olympics, you know, like we were practising um, that forehand top spin off that just half-long ball because he had such a psychological um, uh, thing about, going for that half long ball because in the past he had you know smashed his thumb on the table and uh and he was really worried about it um so yeah that's i mean it can be but yeah and and what about what's your story jeff about running into the table maybe you can relate that one
0: to us i could relate that well i've got two stories one i think he's talking about alloys is when I did actually um, do that, try and loop a half-long ball and I was just a bit too short and I came up and hit the table really hard and I think maybe I've got, they're very faint now, but i still got a couple of little scars from that. And I, you do remember this because it was in the um, Australian Junior Nationals and it was in the under-17s and you were coaching Victoria against me and I was playing for ACT. That's right. I do remember that, and what I energy. dropped it, and there was blood everywhere, and it wasn't it wasn't a pretty sight. But we had to, you know, put some band-aids on, and we were all good. So you know, is it dangerous? I mean, a little bit of blood. It wasn't that bad. I think if you compare it to football, soccer, um, you know, I don't think it's a very dangerous sport. And then the other story that you were referring to, alloys. Yes, Jeff. Um, tell them about it. Okay, I was in China. I was practicing away. I got back lobbing and this guy was smashing and I was lobbing and then he did a little drop shot. And I came charging in to get this ball and tried to get it ready right in and just hit the table and just knocked the table forward, nearly taking this poor guy out at the other side who was trying to smash. And, um, yeah, everyone just started laughing at me and um, they were giving me these little symbols like I was a bull um
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's that's a good one, Jeffrey. Oh
0: yeah. dear. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, but I agree not speak with much you. English, I couldn't speak much Chinese, but apparently that was very funny.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, but I do tend to agree with you, Jeffrey. You know, I mean, table tennis is really not a dangerous sport, is it? I mean, you know, the, the no contact, um, unless you're running into a table. Um, but um yeah, very very safe sport to play. I mean, yeah. Um the, the the biggest the biggest thing that happens is, you know, you might get injured because you're throwing yourself around and, you know, back injuries and and hip injuries and that sort of thing. But um yeah, safe as safe as houses.
0: Yes, indeed. All right, next up Victory e says, and we get a few questions about this alloys. It's about prize money and how much players make. His question is how much amount of money does do the winners get when they win tours?
1: Yeah, so um, they, they, it's up. To, I think there's like how much? What's the total pool now? I think it's about yeah, three million.
0: Three, $3 million dollars the total pool across the whole world tour this year. So that's a yeah. that's a record. Um, so the ITTF is really trying to build that up. So this year, first time over three million dollars for the whole tour. Um, yeah, there is a is there great. is a breakdown of that on their website. So I'll find the link and I'll post it in the show notes so you can just see how much you get for each of the different tournaments. And they are structured differently. So there's kind of the lower events have less prize money than the major events have more prize money, obviously. Yeah.
1: yeah, so the Super Series events, yeah, are worth are worth more. But, yeah, but certainly, you know, I mean, ITTF's done really well um, from where they've come from to to now increase that prize pool to over $3 million. That's uh, that's that's absolutely fantastic, and you know it's only going to keep going up. You know, table tennis is getting more and more popular. It, I was uh, I was talking to Jamie uh, last night about table tennis, and he is just so impressed with table tennis now. Um, you know, the rallies that uh, that we're getting compared to what they were even ten years ago um, just makes the the game really spectacular. You know, compared to tennis, I mean tennis. Um, you, you're now getting rallies of, all, of of the same length often, um, but the ball's going so much faster and it's, you know, so much more exciting and there's spin and there's, wow, yeah. So um, I think, you know, table tennis is on the right track and it's just going to keep attracting more and more attention, sponsors, dollars. Yeah, it's
0: getting big. It certainly is. Awesome. All righty. Um, now, Abhinav wants to know about watching the ball, Allies, He says, while serving, I realized I don't completely watch the ball as I toss it up. My focus seems to be towards the other side of the table. I start to watch the ball as it starts to fall. Then I started to watch the ball from the start and it felt better.
1: Yeah. Um, so Abhinav, this is, this is really important point. Um, often when we're, when we're serving, um, I'll see the players, like they'll, they might bounce the ball on the table and then they'll do this, and they don't actually start tracking the ball until it goes up in the air or starts coming down. Try for a while, before you actually um, serve the ball, get that ball on your palm and just get a little bit of eye contact on it or not a little bit, get a lot of eye contact on it and really start to focus on something on the ball. So if you start to do that, then you're going to start to track the ball right from there. And, and it's much easier than to track the ball all the way through the rally. So as it goes up, comes down and goes out from your bat. You'll find, um, don't be discouraged because you'll find that you might find it difficult to actually watch the contact here um, to start off with. And you might not actually get um, good focus on that contact. But by watching the ball on your hand to start off with and throwing it up, you are definitely getting a better tracking on the ball and, therefore, it's going to be easier in the rally to track the ball. So, yeah, so keep going with it, Abhinav. Um, I think you've found that it has been beneficial. So, um, yeah, keep going with it and just just try to get used to it um, and try to get it as part of your routine uh, with serving
0: yeah and the beauty about your advice there allies is it's something people can start doing straight away. All it requires is your attention to it. Just make sure you watch it from the start so um it's not a difficult thing to learn. Just just make sure you focus on it and you'll start to get used to it yeah and, advice
1: yeah and i f- I find though that players um f- find this really difficult to practice um a little bit of it can be a self conscious thing so it's it can be quite self it can get quite self-conscious if you've got to stand there and actually look at the ball before you serve and to start off with you probably need you know one or two seconds to actually stop and get the ball in focus properly before you you start to serve so so initially it's a little bit oh you know like I don't want to be standing there staring at a table tennis ball but Believe me, it it is beneficial. You you need to start to do it. So um, in your practice, and that's where it needs to start, in your practice, every time you, you're going to serve the ball, just try to watch the ball and track it. And you can even do this when you're doing just um, simple footwork drills if you want to, to start off with. So before you start, you know, usually when we're doing our footwork drills and things, we just go bang, start start the rally. Just start to do it then. Start to just look at the ball for one or two seconds and then um, then pl- uh, then start the rally. Um, that situation may be a little bit less confronting because you, it's just you and your training partner. So you and your training partner can both have a go at that. Um, whereas in a, in a match situation, if you try to step into that straight away, there might be other people watching. There's the umpire, there's all sorts of things. So um, yeah, definitely, definitely give it a try.
0: Excellent advice. All right. Now, a um, couple of quick fire ones from Victory. E. He wants to know, alloys, have you hurt yourself that bad, like Jeff? I didn't really hurt myself that bad. You know, bit of blood. You know, um, no, I, I
1: have. A, I have actually hit my thumb, but not. You know, not, not
0: blood everywhere. Um, <laughs> cool. And then. What, every, what everybody wants to know this, alloys. He says, who would win in a wrestling match between you? Now, I, I can beat alloys in table tennis. I can beat him in arm wrestling. That's for sure. But the thing you don't know about alloys, he is a maniac when it comes to wrestling. He would crush me. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to get in a wrestling match with alloys. He's a maniac. I know no all one else hole. should.
1: I know all the holes. I've got the, uh, I've got the reverse penhold hold. Yeah, got them all. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, stay away from Alice. That's just a warning to anyone. Do not get in a wrestling match with him. He will crush you. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> now, uh, Romeo has a question. He says, is it me or is Wang House finishing position for his backhand off? He loops the ball in a 45-degree angle but ends with his bat almost 90 degrees. Why is this? So can you kind of explain what he's talking about here, Alice? And yeah,
1: so uh, Wang Hao uses the reverse penhold backhand. Um, when he does his backhand, he does this. So, um, so he's got the bat at forty-five degrees to the ground. He goes up, but then at the end, he turns it so it's basically straight at ninety degrees. And all that is is just he's he's moving into his recovery phase um, just a little bit earlier. So instead of Finishing all the way there, um, and then coming down, he does he does that, and then just brings it down a little bit earlier. Um, the thing is, he he generates such good speed and spin on on that um, initial whipping action on the wrist that he can afford to do that. Uh, what I would say to most players, though, is let that bat go through all the way. Just relax let it go all the way through, and then make your recovery. Because if you try to stop the bat here, you're going to end up not actually using your, utilizing your wrist properly. Um, so, yeah, just let it go all the way through, bang, and then recover. So, yeah, so Wang Hao, because he's so good and because he's practiced that so much, can just um, make that follow through a little bit shorter and he comes back down.
0: Yeah, uh, his his backhand just amazes me, Alois. You know, the first one to really popularize that reverse pendle backhand, and I think I've said this before, but the first time I saw him play it, I thought he was a shakehand player. It just, um, just an amazing backhand.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it, and it does. It looks really weird the first time you see something like that. It's like, whoa, what was that?
0: Yeah, impressive. All right, Alois. Well. That wraps up, wraps up, not wraps up, that wraps up show 208, an exciting show, plenty of Friday funnies, great this day history, lots of questions. Finally
1: got a good Friday funny.
0: (laughs) And Alois, this is our last show probably for 2015. Yes, indeed. Yes, so uh,
1: coming into the holiday season. So, yeah, um, we might might just, you know, drop in and uh, do a special show here and there, but, yeah last show so have a great holiday guys um it's been fantastic um to to get all your feedback um all your questions during the year and um next year is going to be bigger and better with uh, the ask the coach show um and always looking for suggestions guys as to you know how we can keep improving the show and uh and make it more relevant and interesting for you so uh, to everyone have a great holiday season And uh, we'll see you in uh, 2016, an Olympic and Paralympic year.
0: Whoa, yes, big year. So thank you, everybody. And as Alois said, have a great happy holiday season and we will see you uh, next year. Bye, everyone.